So I didn't go gym today because I thought I'll just walk home instead. Mm-hmm. And everything. But I do actually like going to gym classes. I don't just go gym, gym. So you're not always in there like picking up weights and no. throwing, throwing them all around? And I, all need, kind of I need someone shouting at me to telling me to like, you know, go faster and harder. You need someone to do that? Yeah, I do. How come? Because otherwise I wouldn't do anything. Otherwise I go in a treadmill, I'll just like, you know, do a couple of steps, you know, <laughs> hold a one pound away and then I give up. And also in classes, I need the shame of like an old lady you continuing on. Yeah, I need to be shamed into like continuing on through the class. I sure. need I need to see that old lady continuing her exercise and that spurs me to keep going because I'm like, I can't stop before her. Okay, you know what? Try a Pilates class if you want to get embarrassed Pilates. by old if you, if you want to get embarrassed by an old lady. You've been doing Pilates. I was doing, I've been doing Pilates, yes. I've been trying to get my old self into uh, somewhat flexibility. Yeah. And watching women that are twice my age do planks for twice as long, which yeah. is about yeah. as embarrassing but, as it gets. But women are better than men. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're going there. <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, if you're going to go across and you're going to watch, you know, when you're struggling, like after like 30 seconds and you're like, and then you look to your left and there's this yeah, woman but who's I, just I, doing I it easy. established like women with a stronger sex, so... Anyway, let's move on and welcome to Colour Out the Box podcast. Okay, and welcome to Colour Out the Box podcast and I'm your regular host, Mo. And you probably realise that's not Jay. Um, Unless her voice has gotten a bit deep and masculine and manly. So, <laughs> so who do we have with? Who do I have with me? Uh, Nathan, a long-time friend of Mo. Like from, really, not that long. Yeah, I knew you when you were, you know, at living at home. You know, being a good girl, forcibly. <laughs> yeah, so long time friend. <laughs> so, Nathan, welcome to the podcast. Your first you. time. Don't Thank be scared and everything. Um, Jay is away this week, so we have a guest host and everything, but she'll be back soon. So, Nathan, tell the listeners something interesting about yourself. Uh, what well, are you about? <laughs> I DJ. I'm a DJ currently. Um, of course, I have my own actual work, but I DJ on a part-time basis. It's about, uh, can we do a one-hour show on, uh, on an internet radio station? Oh, really? Vibe See, I don't even know this. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. This, this unfortunately has happened when, you know, people have too much going on, they got work and stuff yeah. like that, so, you know how people like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk what to What kind of later. music is, do you have on your set? Um, I usually deal with the old school stuff. Um, I might Are say you old talking school. old school R&B? I'm talking old school R&B. <gasps> My favourite. <laughs> I don't listen to anything past like 2005. Really? Yeah, I like it, I like to keep it early nineties and like no, up to two thousand four. I'm, I'm not gonna argue about <laughs> that. My only question is, are you gonna do it? Because uh, did you reach that point where it's like this music sucks? It's like, or is it just this bookcase of like, well, I can't really identify with all the dances that are going on right now. No, I mean I like a bop every now and then, but it's more just. I, I just I like listening to music that I'm familiar with True. and like some of like especially like the new hip hop I don't want to be down on it but That's at the same time I do <laughs> like I listen to like um, you know designer yeah. and like future 
I don't understand what they're saying. It's like enunciate, pronounce your words. Like. <laughs> well, you're yeah. not saying anything that a lot of people haven't said, yeah. but unfortunately you run the risk of being referred to as uh, past it, bitter. Oh, I'm old. old I'm an old lady. Like, I don't care. It's Did fine. You, no, you want to confess I've got that? Slip- on... I'm just having my living room with slippers on right now. I'm just saying, if you want to confess that to, <laughs> to an audience, I'm, just not, I'm not sure no, about that. No, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, so um, what's the name of your radio show? Which um, station is it on? Uh, it's just been the, the Impulse Hour. I do it on um, Vibe FM on okay. Mondays, uh, about seven o'clock usually. Um, it's been running for about two years. It's currently on uh, hiatus till the uh, New Year, so the very first Monday of the next year. Well, actually, the first Monday of the next year is January first, mm. so I'd say the second one, which is the January eighth, they'll be back on. Okay. Well, what we'll do is why don't we put um, your details in our podcast bio. And the listeners can find out where you are. Okay, so what? So this is the part because obviously you're new to the podcast, mm-hmm. where me and Jay normally talk about the random stuff that happened to us during the week. So this week I did my work Christmas party. Oh, uh, how'd I go? Um, see, I don't normally go. Oh. So I haven't been for like three years, but I'm currently leave. I'm in the process of leaving this job. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know what. I have no, <laughs> I have nothing to hide now. <laughs> well, you heard it before. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm, I can just go let loose at the Christmas party. And I went and then I realised why I don't go. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I remembered. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, it was fun. But at the same time, it was like, uh, okay, everyone's just drunk and doing some quite like, nice. I don't know. So uh, work party etiquette now. Yeah, it was, it was. It was in a club, so everyone just kind of let loose, and it was quite wild. Um, there was one awkward moment where the DJ played the intro to um, Kanye West Gold Digger, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, which version is he going to play? <laughs> Cause, and then you cause, start the anxious look around. Because literally, there's like, <laughs> you know, five black people, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, and he didn't actually end up playing the song because maybe even the DJ thought like, oh, actually, <laughs> this well, is this isn't the time. I'm actually still the only DJ that I know of that's actually played Gold Digger at a wedding. So I think you can play at a wedding. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, I guess I don't know. I got kind of I got a weird look or two, and I was no, like, no, oh, yeah. I, I, I I mean, like, if you know you're not a Gold Digger, why would it be a problem? <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, and again, going back to my point about liking old school R and B and hip hop. I was like there enjoying myself, listening to the old school hits. And the DJ, what he was doing, he was progressively playing more and more recent stuff. Yeah. Then it got to the more recent stuff and I was like, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know this song. And and that's when I, I think I, for the first time in a long time, realized that, yeah, I'm a I'm, I'm mature older lady. Uh, wait, <laughs> the, know, first, the first time you realized? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because obviously I, I look young and, you know, <laughs> vibrant. Yeah, with all due respect, that's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been up to? Uh, not so much. I did actually have what would equate to a work party, but it was really just a work get-together for uh, Christmas. Um, it was cool. It was all right. Um, which reminds me, I still need to go and get my Secret Santa gift for... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did mine. I just got a bottle of beer. A bottle of beer? Yeah, the person likes to drink. Uh, how much did you have to spend? I think it was like five pounds. I got a bottle of beer and like some chocolate and then just like wrapped it up. Okay, I cool present, isn't it? <laughs> I know he will appreciate it. <laughs> exactly, as long as you know that they're going to appreciate it. So how can you be mad about that? But no, it was uh, just a small get together, just lots of talking, uh, 
drinking, but I don't even drink, which is really yeah, an issue. That's um, not I'm, I'm not. I'm not really a drinker. Like I, I do. You know, I don't mind. Uh, you know, a bottle. It's like not a bottle. A glass of. Wine <laughs> I don't mind like, drinking a bottle, but you know, <laughs> I'd stop there. Well, technically, I'd be a lightweight because like <laughs> I, my body isn't used to alcohol in that sense. I mean, I remember. But do your work colleagues like get on you for like not drinking? Because I know, because I'm not a big drinker, and like they go out of their way to buy me alcohol my, and I'm like it's so wasted on me because I'm not going to drink it <laughs> in my old job it was the ca- kind of the case although um haven't been that long in this job I've been there less than a year and um although you know everyone's getting around and it was like um you know Nate what would you want to get and mm. I'm like I'm good I'm good <laughs> and they're like really okay next person comes wrong hey, I ain't finished this one so literally jumping over yeah. himself to like buy you a drink. Yeah, because you know it's everyone. Everyone's getting around and stuff. So, so at your work Christmas party, did anything, or your work? Sorry, not Christmas party. Your work get together quotation marks. Did anything scandalous happen? No, like, because it's just a bunch of us. Well, we uh, did. Oh, we spent most of it. Was, oh, how uh, boring. Yeah, most of us. <laughs> but then again, that's the thing, you know, because. There is going to be a second party, but it's after Christmas for some reason, but whatever. Yeah. But that's for like the entire department. This was just my team, so. Oh, just okay. A, um, like maximum. So do you have one for like the entire department or like your company? There is going to be, because my well, I work in a really large company, and they're all divided into so many different groups. Mm. So I think it just goes by department in most cases. I don't think they can fit all the people that work in that. In, in that um, company into one mm. area so I think it's better to just go by departments okay well it sounds like it's gonna it can get messy so. oh I'm sure it will yeah. I mean like my old job um, they had their Christmas party and I've still got like people have been t- talking to me about that and I was like I had a friend who I spoke to yesterday and she was like I haven't been there in a couple of years mm. so I'm like similar to you actually yeah I haven't been there in a couple of years and so I decided to go in and see what it was all about and you see managers all almost legless walking around. And <laughs> then a guy who has no business talking to you is trying to hit on you. Yeah, yeah so. got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of... My, my thing at the Christmas party is that when they start playing Beyonce, someone comes over to ask me to like, you know, was it Booty, Booty Shake? And Wait, which song? <laughs> oh, anything like Booty Bitches. So anyway, enough of the... Christmas party scandal talk. Let's get straight in to our main topics and everything. And I thought it'd be good to just talk about some of the things that have been going on in the world. Um, I actually want to start off with, I want to ask a question. Can black people be racist? And the reason why I'm asking this question is Reggie Yates recently got in trouble. Um, he uh, made a comment about um, Jewish people and has since had to step down from his presenting role for Top of the Pops, which is a Christmas, I don't know what to even call it, a Christmas staple. They do a, they do a big Christmas um, yeah. to celebrate. I the, love Top of the Pops. I don't see why they just bring it back. Anyway, another discussion. Right. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so he made a statement. Um, I'll, I'll read exactly what he said, but... D- just going back to my original question, can black people be racist? Honest opinion is anyone can be racist. People, really? Yeah, anyone can be racist. People but can... the definition of racism, like, I feel like you can be ignorant and you I mean, can say... You're running into the line of like, can somebody say you're... something racial and some, can someone be racist? 
yeah i think you can be say something racial but to be racist i think you have to be in a position of power I wouldn't agree with that because yeah. So like to doubt. Sorry, I'm jumping in. Go on, you say, you say, you say. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, the definition that you gave there of position of power that would give the impression that you know, um, like you know, you've had people call you something on the street and they have no necessarily any power over you or they have no authority, Mm. so to speak, over you. So that's the reason why I think I wouldn't agree with that. Um, In terms of you've had like for example, when somebody says something racially insensitive shall we say mm. the common line we always get fed is that he or she is not racist they're yeah, not racist yeah. that's but not normally what the line that you get racist is, people say yeah oh no but you you can still say something racist without technically thinking about without really thinking about mm. being so there are certain people who no matter what you say no matter what they say they say they're not racist because quote unquote it's the truth, air quotes in the air, by the way, those so who can see that. So, going back to, like, the Reggie Yates situation, he was on the Halfcast podcast, yeah. um, which is actually a really good podcast, I actually quite like um, like it, and um, he was there just talking quite freely with the man them, having a bit of a discussion, mm-hmm. and to put it into context, he was just talking about the current, like, status of, like, the... UK kind of like grime and um, hip hop scene and that the fact that it's great that um, you have all these like young black artists mm-hmm. and they're being managed by as he said their brethren rather than this fat Jew- Jewish guy from North London hmm. so that's what he said yep. it was one of those things I actually listened to that podcast and I don't know if it said something about me, but when he says it, it's not even like I... Didn't register. It didn't register. I just was like, I just was listening to the conversation. So when it came out later that there's a big uproar, I was like, oh my gosh, like, what did he say? Mm-hmm. When I heard it, I was like, oh, I don't think he said that. I went back and listened and I was like, oh no, he did. And I just didn't even react at all. Because it wasn't said with malice or anything like that. No, and it was literally about a conversation about how great it is that, you know, our young black men are supporting and bringing up each other. So I think I was more focused on that rather than... And what do you think in terms of it... Like, first of all, do you think what he said was offensive? You're walking into what people look at as a stereotype with them, Jewish... Yeah. Um, managers, you know, the quote, the um, the belief of them being like money grubbing, okay. employers, Nathan, that Nathan, kind of Nathan. thing. Do you think it was offensive? <laughs> Lord. Um, yes, I find. I don't. I do think it was. I, I can understand why people can take it as offen- mm. offensive because I said it just walks into a stereotype. Yeah, because the funny thing is, at first I was like, it's not a big deal, but then replace Reggie with some any white guy mm, and then saying and replace the word jewish with i don't know black or muslim guy mm-hmm. and i'd be offended well having said that i mean look at um it has become a stereotype i mean if you look at uh and like nwa if you've ever watched yeah. the movie um straight out content yes i did jerry heller it's okay yeah, jerry heller is infamous for the, the dispute that he had with um ice cube and the rest of NWA, and you know, even uh, Ice Cube stated in the uh, in his infamous diss song, um, he actually used the line, "How can you be the uh, 
how can you be NWA when a, with a white Jew telling mm. you what to do? Mm. And that song's actually, that line is actually now edited yeah. if, if it's ever played because it's looked at as being anti-Semitic. Yeah. Although I'm sure in my personal life, Ice Cube, who, let's be honest, was never the most subtle person anyway, mm. especially not in those days, he was looking at it like, he, he, I'm sure he didn't think of it as an anti-white thing. But he in just terms thought, of, he was actually just stating facts. Like, yeah. how could he you... Was, yeah, we know whole, what NWA stands for. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can swear and say what you like, but oh, okay. it, it's... I don't use the N-word, mm-hmm. so I don't really say it. But, yeah, we know what it sounds like, so I can understand that line. So mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to the Reggie Yates thing in terms of... He was stating... A fact, as in, like, he was just saying that he thinks it's great that, you know, these guys are managing themselves, and there is this stereotype, it is known that in terms of the entertainment industry, especially, that it is kind of predominantly run by... Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Well, that's a banned word here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, last podcast. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. But um, having said that, like I said... I get that we're in a place of um, sensitivity nowadays. But right? you know what? I feel like people are using that as like everyone's so oversensitive. What I think we're in a place where the light is shining on the bad things and the dodgy things that people are doing rather than we're in a place of sensitivity. Hmm. So going back to Harvey Weinstein's situation, I don't think it's that we've become oversensitive. I think the fact is we're saying that no, you can't sexually harass yeah. Um, sexually assault women. Absolutely. And we're going to say you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's not us being sensitive that I'm no, saying being, that. No, that's not being sensitive. Yeah. Because, you know, what's wrong is wrong. Yeah. All right. Um, again, it comes back to I don't believe that Reggie Yates meant anything by it. I don't no. think in the slightest they meant anything by it. Do you think it. he should have, like, had to step down? I think it's one of those things that he that he should have just been able to sorry if anyone took offense it wasn't meant to be in that way mm. i was simply pointing out how far our people in the music industry have come now that they're being managed by their own people but then in that sense but he's not like he said an offensive word it's not like he referred to no by no an offensive word but he simply took what do you think uh, if he'd said if he'd not said fat if he just said Oh, it's better Ooh, than being managed by that's a Jewish good guy from North London. Do you think it's the fact that kind of took it to the offence? It may have been the, for you know. It yeah. may have been the North London part too. <laughs> and then, if you're saying that about Reggie, that you don't think he should have stepped down from his role, as I don't. Th- I don't think it should have. Been, I think he should have been. Able he should to have just apologised. Should have been able to apologise to say um, I didn't mean anything by it because again, he didn't say. It. He didn't say it in an insulted way. He didn't about, say an offensive word. How about the recent controversy around Logan Summer? Um, is it Logan Summer? The um, he was um, recently recruited as a DJ for One Extra. Mm-hmm. He's someone that's quite big on um, big advocate of the grime scene, um, and he was um, his role got taken away. He was sacked because of his recent comments about um, black women, from um, which were found on his Twitter. Oh. Where he made comments about, in his words, lighties, militant black women, oh. that kind of thing, and these were really these were old tweets. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, you oh, know how. Old well, I think they were they were a few years old, but still, 
everyone knows nothing nothing is hidden on the internet once Clear it's your out Twitter there. history people yeah exactly <laughs> and look at what happened with Stormzy recently as well mm-hmm. he got called out for um, you know be for some homophobic tweets from like I think like 2011 mm-hmm. so the Logan Sama um, situation everybody jumped on it in terms mm. especially black women we were like no get him out but I'll, am I a hypocrite because I agreed with him out am I a hypocrite now by saying oh you know give Reggie a second chance well, it's easy to disassociate yourself from something that doesn't necessarily have anything yeah. to do to, with you yeah. I mean you're a black woman so that what um, Logan said directly is yeah. is at, you know in your face directly not necessarily directed at you, but it's, you know, definitely... But I feel like when it's, like, white people saying stuff about black people, rightly so, we mm-hmm. are quick to jump on it and shut it down. Absolutely. But when it's our own, so, mm-hmm. like, the Stormzy situation, again, say if he was white and he was making those comments about black people, even if they were from 2011, we'd be like, get this guy out of here. But... You know, he was forgiven. And I think he deserves to be forgiven. He said he was young. He doesn't, you know, believe that anymore. He's since grown up. I mean, 2011, how many years ago was that? Six Six years ago, sorry. Um, But, yeah, so what what are we... Are we being hypocrites? Are we contradicting ourselves? I think, well, we can all be, like, overly sensitive of stuff that's referring to to us. Mm. Whichever us we're talking about. Whether it's as a guy, as a woman, as a black man, as a black woman... Um, whether you're white, Asian, whether you're somebody who lives in a certain area, you know, you got you get sensitive to something that's directed at you. Yeah. If something isn't directly directed at you, you don't but feel then, as offended. But then what we call that, we call that white privilege. When we say white people, where you're like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't really, you know, understand like racism. I don't think racism exists, and you're just like it's because it doesn't affect you. Yeah. So and aren't we doing the same thing because we're saying it's not because I, that I comment is yes not directed smaller, towards me? I would me. say yes in a smaller, at a, at a much smaller scale. I mean, when you're talking about white privilege, you're talking about people who like white privilege actually extends to a lot of different things. Mm. I mean, it's not just like about people not being able to understand racism because they've never experienced it. If you've never been racially abused, mm. you know, if nobody's gone after you because of the way you look, then you're not going to be sensitive to the idea of going after someone. Yeah, but that's what a lot of white people, that's their life. Yeah, yeah that's their line, to be honest. No, like. that's, so for them, I've, you know, I didn't know. You know, the classic one is like, oh, I didn't know it was I never knew, yeah, I never, or like, I never knew, I never knew that racism happened until I yeah. um, insert yeah. moment here. You know, I have a black friend, now I see it. Like, I even had it where I was in the airport with my work colleague, and um, I travel a lot for work, so every time we'd go for the airport, was travelling through Asia, um, I would have additional checks done on me. Mm -hmm. I have a British passport, she has a British passport, Um, I have all my travel visas, everything, but I'd always get stopped, asked additional questions, they would really study my passport uh-huh. and she was like oh my gosh like I, I, ne- I never realised like how much her- and it was genuine kind of shock because yeah. she didn't she was like why did they keep stopping you and I kind of because I travel a lot I'm quite blase with yeah, it because it's, it's, it's a way of life you know? like I've had it where I'll be in the you know the business class queue and they'll be like oh this is business class and I'm like I hope yeah. so <laughs> that's why I'm queuing here you know um, 
and you know my colleague will be standing behind me and they won't say anything to them or so things like that I'm so blasé to it because I'm so used to it but Mm -hmm. she didn't really know much about it because she'd never experienced it so her watching me experience it kind of opened her eyes but I still don't take that because I'm thinking there's the TV, there's the internet, there's the world. To Just because you haven't experienced it personally doesn't mean that you don't know, like, people have, like... You do wonder if people live, like, really sheltered lives to the yeah, point where they but, manage like, to ign- avoid all of that. There's too much technology now Agreed. to not know. Absolutely. Like, you know, this is not... I don't know. Then you come up with that question of there's no excuse for ignorance. Circling back to mm-hmm. our original kind of discussion, so do you think Reggie should be let off because if he was just being ignorant, it just. I think that that is before. I think personally that if you're saying something that a lot of people can, it, a lot of, I personally didn't hear it. I only read about that. I never mm. actually. Um, I listened to it. it. As I said, it was and, just like and it just came just up in conversation. It yeah. was just conversation, and I said, like I said it went straight over my head. I knew, Mm -hmm. I understood what he was saying, but I was more focused on like, yeah, it's good that, you know, these guys are managing each other and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really good. Rather than, oh, he just says something that's anti-Semitic or anything like that. The thing is, I don't think it was anti-Semitic. I think it was, like for example, there's such a thing as being, like I said, with being racial. I mean, people can say, if people say something and mention black, Mm. Um, I mean, I'm less likely to get offended because, like for example, the whole African American and black thing mm. that people argue about, I'm like, I don't see why it's a big deal to say black and African American. I don't see why it's such a huge. What, like a huge what for people to call you black? Yeah, for people. To, I don't see a problem. Somebody calling me black. Like yeah. if I'm in America and somebody makes that reference, saying like. Oh, yeah, but African I think American. that would be more accurate for them to call me African American because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not American. I know. So but in that could, sense, if somebody comes and refers to you as okay, Afro Caribbean or anything like that, I'm like, I'm so no need to be like that yeah. form. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with black. I'm, I don't have an issue. Yeah. I don't have an issue with that. The only thing I would say is, I kind of felt a little bit like he was a bit naive I because was naive. Um, this is it was just a podcast. Like you know, he's a public figure. He's mm. been on the BBC for some years now. Um, he's got an established career. He's also kind of made this kind of little, um, I don't know, profile for himself in terms of like, exactly. So he was the go-to black guy for the BBC, you know? So I, I kind of was like, when afterwards I kind of thought him, his management, you know, because with podcasts, I, you know, I do, obviously I've got this podcast. I sometimes listen back and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just say? Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to edit that out or, or actually that sounded a bit, mm, okay, let's, let's <laughs> gloss over that bit. The only thing I, the thing is with that episode, it was literally, you could tell it felt like he was just talking to friends, like literally like the man them, like, oh, this, you know, this is my brethren, blah, 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 having a conversation. And I think about when I have conversation with my friends, so even with like girlfriends, some of the things that you say with your girlfriends versus when you're in mixed company is completely different. Like some of the things that us women say like to each other or in the group chat, we wouldn't divulged to men so i felt like he got a bit comfortable yeah. also he was with you know 
the black guys and they were all chatting together yeah. and I just felt Maybe like... Maybe he got a little bit too relaxed. And then yeah, he didn't his, and I think he... didn't he, put on his corporate... And place. he forgot about himself because he is somebody that is a public figure. Yeah. He's not just any public figure. So I feel like even for him, he needs to even be more careful than, say, like a Stormzy hmm. because of his public persona. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't... He's, his image is the clean cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he the guy started off on like you know Saturday TV, like yeah. I remember. Was it like lighting kicking and all that stuff? No, I, I don't <laughs> know, like SMTV. I don't know. No, that was ITV. But I remember he had like some show that I used to watch. But yeah, anyway. Don't but guess. you know, like I said, I, I I agree with what you're saying. I believe it was a bit naive, and maybe he just got a little um thing. But as I said before, I personally, and again, this is just from my perspective. This is just from like with most things, it's about viewpoint. From mm. my viewpoint. I think he may have, um, what he said comes up as a stereotype, but I don't think it was necessarily offensive. Mm. But then again, I'm not Jewish, so it's easy for me to say yeah. that. I think that it's not something like, for example, there are do, lots do of worse words, so to speak. career ending? No, I think it's a case of... So you of, think he can bounce back from I believe this. he can bounce back from that. I don't and think I like him like on that. Top of the Pops, so I hope he does, so you know. You want Top of the Pops once a year. I do, because it only comes on once a year. You like him on top of the pubs. You, yeah, like I said, it's not like it's a regular thing. Well, have you I ever watched him... like any of his documentaries? Yeah, I have actually. Okay. So, so I, I think he's, I think he's cool. So I hope, I hope he can come through this. It's a learning curve, um, and you know. I just it. think that as long as everybody, if everything is held to the same standard, I mean. But can we be held to the same standard? Because it's a different, like this. Like I said, he's the go-to black guy at the BBC. Reason mm-hmm. being, there's not that many other black guys at the BBC. What happened so, to guys like, uh, you know what? I'm what, like, Lenny Henry? <laughs> Lenny Henry. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, yeah, but the guy's old now. I mean, I love Lenny Henry like, from back in the 80s, but he's an old guy now, so I don't think he's So old. the thing is, my point is, if I get what you're saying, it's good, like, things should be equal, but this world we're living in, it's not. So had it been that everybody's equal, yeah, it, what he said was offensive he should be punished accordingly but this is somebody that's a minority himself so that goes back to my original point can black people really be racist and i know you're thinking about it so at that point (laughs) why don't we move on to our next discussion okay so moving on from the whole Reggie 8 situation. Um, what do you think is a bit of a random one of like the current female rap scene? Is this because I'm a DJ, by the way? Yeah, of course. That's what oh, I want. Okay. I want. I want your honest opinion. Like I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but I don't feel like I'm um, fully equipped or qualified to like you know really give like in-depth ones. I have opinions about it. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. It doesn't stop me from having an opinion, but I don't think I have a a fully informed opinion about the whole scene. Okay. Um, so, like, the current situation... The current situation is two women, if I'm, if I'm honest. Really? So you just think it's literally is... The um, female rap scene is two women? No, I think it's much more. But right now, as far as most people know it, it's just and, two women. And who are those two women? Uh, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Okay, so as much that's, as there's, a, there's Ma, a few other people you've kind of dismissed there. As much there. as Remy Ma, like... As much as Remy Ma like jumped to the top of everyone's thought process recently, over this year. What about Little Kim? She's back. 
Oh God, I love Little Kim, but let's be honest. Do you love her really? I love Little Kim. Listen, I grew up on Little do Kim. Do you love old Little Kim, or do you do you still love this? Little As in Kim? the woman who looks like the way she looks right now. No, <laughs> I listen. Um, Nicki Minaj, I mean, like for example, the whole Nicki Minaj Little Kim beef when it happened. Okay, and this, the funny thing is, I was a fan of Nicki Minaj got, yeah. in, when she was got, getting into it. And really? Into business, in the yeah. early days? When in the early days when she was coming up, when she was, you know, from times when she was doing the mixtapes. Oh, I'm, I'm when I think she, of early Nicki Minaj is with the multicoloured wigs and the silly voices. Okay, but I know, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to that. <laughs> but like, uh, when she came up, I was like... Yes, there's hope for female hip hop because we went for oh, this. Oh wow! So we went, we you went for think this. She's the savior. Okay. No, no. I'm just saying this is where I was at a point. Okay. Between 2006 to about 2009. Right. Specific. There was a very. It was like because Missy didn't release. I believe Missy's last album was 2006. Oh, yeah, Missy, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay, come, I believe Missy's on. last album was, two, <laughs> was 2006. If I remember, I think it was yeah. the book in 2006. At that and she did a great set album after that. But at that point, female hip hop was not in the mainstream. No. Um, but do you think it's in the mainstream now? Yeah. Like honestly, so you've got people like Nicki Minaj and you've got Cardi B with one single, really. Two. Let's go. With no, it's it's really one single that's like the main. Motorsport has done well, so I'm no, but that's not her song. Yeah, but she's, she's she's a feature. She's the only reason. This is the only no, reason why people are talking no, no. about it. But as in her Nobody, music, she's a feature. She's okay, got. She's, she's got one of her own. Singles. One single, okay, no that. album just yet. No. So you've got her and Nicki Minaj. Can you really call it like if you're saying that those are the two players? Those are the two main players at the moment, and let's yeah. be honest, Cardi B is um, credit works too. Cardi B has been marketed. Very well. She didn't uh, write that song, you know. Absolutely not. Very like yellow. <laughs> didn't think she. And that, I, f- I felt kind of a way about that. Well, to be honest, Nip, Little Kim had a lot of her stuff, early stuff written yeah. by Biggie. So. And I think, and I don't know why. I, I know it sounds silly because a lot of. And having said that, a lot of people claim that a lot of Nicki stuff is also co-written. Yeah, and what's his name? Um. Her guy that she's today. Oh, Meek Mill. No, the one before that. Oh, uh, Safari. Safari. They said yeah. that he wrote... Yeah, Safari bit. wrote a lot of uh, her earlier stuff, which we can see in the credits. He did write yeah. a lot of stuff. But I know, like, not all male rappers yeah, write their own rap- stuff. A lot of rappers have have admitted to them. A lot of fake However, rappers. I just feel like... I don't know, like, as, as women rappers... I don't even like saying female. Women rappers. Mm-hmm. I just feel like... I wish they would do more for themselves. And everyone seems to be going down this same route of like sexy, sexy. I'm not gonna wear trousers on stage anymore. You know. Okay. Bummy okay. pants. Let's, let's, let's look at the. Um, show more skin. It, yeah, but it doesn't work for everybody. Tight clothing. I mean, do we want to talk about Azealia Banks? Nobody wants to talk about Azealia Banks. I don't but, think you can throw <laughs> Azealia Banks in the mix. To and, be honest. Um, <laughs> Iggy Azalea. That's that's another. There's another one. That you uh, again, don't want to talk about. I don't know if you want to so throw that one in the mix. So those are people who have dressed sexy. Like over the last couple of years. Yeah, but I feel like over. Nicki Minaj has just basically taken the little, she's taken the little, little Kim's blueprint mm-hmm. instruction manual and then just added to it. Which is one of the reasons why I've never liked. I've thought to myself that the beef was silly because everybody can see that Kim yeah. influenced Nicki. But then I feel like Cardi B has just gone down that same route of just like this is what I'm gonna do. 
But with Cardi B, she's embraced that whole I was a stripper at one point thing. That's yeah, but they all, everyone's a stripper. Eve was a stripper, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but how often did Eve do the whole um, sexy um, dress-up thing? For but, a lot of her early career, for a, a huge yeah, amount of Yeah, but I career. think that was more about the time when Eve came up and also she was in like Rough Riders crew yeah. like so that it wouldn't have, sexy it probably would, wouldn't have worked it wouldn't have worked it wouldn't have fit the, the, the look but I'm saying I'm talking about now I feel like there's just a lot of that's one of the things that I just I, I can't always get on board with some of the um, female rappers is because I'm like oh you know I just want to listen to but if you can rap here's the question and your you know your words and your lyrics rather than you know, I can see your bum. <laughs> okay, take videos completely out of it. Let's just take, for a second. It's, take, it's just everywhere. Let's, let's take it's, videos out of it. bum is everywhere. It's in, it's in my of, face all the time. But go on. Okay, have you, in your, you know, because you've mentioned that you don't really listen to anything before 2005. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I know, but I'm going to say, <laughs> how much or how many Nicki Minaj songs can you name right now? Um, Starships. Is this a quiz? I'll, I'll tell you my I don't twice, listen but... to a lot of Nicki Minaj, to okay. be honest. But you went with Starships. Yeah. Any A lot of people will turn around and look at Starships and say, that's not a hip-hop song. No, it's not. But I don't okay. think that she has always done hip-hop music. No. But then again, that goes back to my earlier case of why I rooted for Nicki at first. And then she completely... For, like, if but... I ask, if Whenever I'm asked by people about Nicki and I tell them I'm not a fan of Nicki, they ask why. And I say... I can name two performances in her no, entire rap career that impressed me in terms of lyrics. No, but to be fair, like as much as I've kind of been, you know, the womanist in me is going to stick up for Nikki. Mm-hmm. She's had some good um, hits and she's featured saying, on some good songs. Again, I'm not going to say she didn't I think do what that. she did, that Starships, mm-hmm. that's what propelled her into, into like the mainstream. Yeah. And, and then that's allowed her to now do things that are more hip hop type. I don't even think that's But it. that's my point in terms of like, in terms of women rappers versus uh, male rappers. They kind of have to go through that whole, I'm so sexy, sexy, take off my clothes or have some kind of gimmick to get out there. And then once you get established, okay, now I'm going to like, okay, pr- do, so- do something a bit more credible. Like, like I said, the reason why I asked you about the Nikki thing is because like I said, um, most people will immediately go to her poppy songs more than her actual hip hop songs. Yeah. And then, like I said, my argument with Nicki is that I, whenever anybody asks me about Nicki, I say there's only two songs in that, from my memory that I can say that she impressed me lyrically. Mm. And that bothers me because I know she's better than a lot of the things that she's done. Mm. But it's like she's not, she's realized I don't need to try that hard because people are just buying anything I put out. And that was that was when I started being disillusioned with what she was doing. Um, there are so many other female rappers who are underground. I mean, I'm a huge fan of in terms of female rappers. I'm a huge fan of a lady called Snow the Product, who okay. most people have never heard of yeah. out of the mainstream. Did she okay. take her clothes off? No, she doesn't. Okay, that's why we've not heard of her. Okay, um, <laughs> there's uh, Nitty Scott, who used to be um, Kendrick Lamar's girlfriend like a while back, and she's a really good rapper. But again, she's not gonna get. It's, it's like people looked at Nikki and they were like we're going to corner the market here mm. and when that's why when Cardi B came in you had this recent uproar like oh my god a new female is coming and people forget that but do you not think it's weird that okay Nikki's whatever mm-hmm. Cardi B's whatever but then they because it's two women 
then you have to also make up this beef or cat fight. Yeah, but that's something that... Hip- like, I feel like it's something that's, to be honest, I know mm-hmm. it's like the whole hip-hop beef is hip-hop. Yeah. However, I feel like there's this thing about Nikki has to be jealous or threatened by Cardi because she's younger and she's coming up. Whereas, say, I'm not being funny, just because some new guy comes out, you don't have, like, you know, everyone saying, oh, Jay-Z's jealous. All right, you've got a point. Because like, I feel I feel like it's very female-centric. Like, maybe Nikki don't care. Well, maybe she doesn't. And Nikki yeah. will... Um, and to be honest, at this point in time, Nikki's throwing out and saying, I don't care, you know. I'm happy for another New York girl, you know, stepping up in the hip-hop mm. business. Might be true, might not be true. But it's whatever. I mean, as long as Cardi is not cutting into how much she's making, mm. it's not going to be much of an do issue. You, do you rate female rappers? As in, like, do you give them the same kind of, like... I don't know, um, credibility, same kind of attention. A lot of them haven't had very long careers Would you know? in comparison to some of the guys no, that have the long ones. Even, okay, some of the people that you've mentioned, mm-hmm. do you have their album? Yeah, I mean, to get me, well, some of them I had to get out of necessity in terms of Nicki Minaj, but yeah, here's the thing, right? My One of my favourite rappers, and I don't know if she gets as much credit as I think she does, but sure, I think she should, but one of my favourite rappers of all time when I was a kid and till this point was the brat. Yeah, I like the brat. And I loved her versatility because there were very few times that she was on a track that she ever got shown up. Yeah, even but... with even up against the guys. Another person I really loved was Lauren Hill. Now Lauren Hill's thing was that one album. Yeah, but we also have to count the uh, the Fuji's the two Fuji's albums. Mm, mm, she was the star who, on Don't of, we give the credit to Wyclef? No, production-wise, <laughs> production we give the credit to Wyclef. Yeah. She was the star on both albums. Let's okay. be honest, nobody was thinking about Praz. <laughs> and, <it was, laughs> yeah. and it was the Wyclef and Lauren show. Yeah. Right? Okay. And everybody, let's be honest, everybody knew that she was a standout member of that group. Okay? But I've always given those two huge amounts of respect. Granted, I would have loved if Lauren actually had gotten past her whatever issues she had and released other albums but you know it's whatever. I mean she did but well, Miss Hill but um, I just don't think anyone was like oh, what, the unplugged albums that what you're worrying about them but yeah the only thing I would say is I think now there's okay you're talking about people like The Brat yeah. and Lauren Hill yeah you asked if I anything which is much. fine yeah. but they're all very quite like different artists mm-hmm. do you not feel like the diversity we're missing now so like I feel like I said like I feel like Nikki is the carbon copy of um, you know um, Kim. Then you've got Cardi B, who's basically still a knockoff of like Nikki. Then you have people like but that's um, the music industry. Lola Monroe. But at least I feel like back in like back in the day there was a little bit more variety. So you could listen to a little Kim talking about like you know all the things she's gonna do to your man. Mm-hmm. You could listen to like um, a Lauren Hill where she's maybe asking you like to be a bit more conscious about your hair, and you could listen to the, the brat on like a Missy tune and think. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like I I felt like there was choice, whereas there's only this one kind of like I don't know viewpoint of like what women and it's like okay tight clothes no it's trousers true. big bum. It's big true boobs. because like let's let's take back to let's say about like ninety seven okay in ninety seven <laughs> let's go back to ninety seven. I'm just saying yeah? to give to give an example. What you're saying, okay? Back then, you did have you had Missy, um, the brat, Little Kim, Foxy Brown. Mm. Then you had old, you had Light, MC Light, who was still oh, around yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had Lauren, who was coming up. 
But although for all of those guys, you also have people like uh, Jean Grey and Nocturnal who were below the surface, but mm-hmm. they were respected as lyricists. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when that female explosion came, because there's always been females in hip-hop, mm. okay? And like I said, from 2006, it seemed to come to a complete stop, and I never actually mm. understood why. But then Lil' Kim, sorry, um, see, I said Lil' Kim instead of Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Nikki came out, and the thing that, bothered, that has always surprised me is the fact that whenever a fad comes out, or when somebody comes out and makes money in mm. hip-hop, Everyone or in music in general, copy. there's always seemingly an immediate copy, and for some reason there wasn't yeah, because... an immediate copy. Mm. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, there was a gap, and to be fair, she came at a point where she didn't really have much com- competition. Because yeah. where was Foxy Brown? What was she doing? She was um, in jail. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> so it was. The so, brat was in jail. Uh, uh, Remy Ma was in jail. But the thing is, here, I mm, I get what you're saying, but I don't mind that. I don't mind what Nikki's does. What I think I do mind is just that literally this whole thing of everybody looking at say like I watched one Nikki video I can't remember what song it was and literally she was featured on a song mm-hmm. she had literally barely any clothes on yep. all the other male rappers had so many clothes on <laughs> to the point where it's like how many layers do you need on you like mm-hmm. you know they had like jacket they have all the chains they have the shirt everything they had so much on and she's there in literally like a bikini top and like knickers so I'm like what's it you're looking like the video vixen rather mm-hmm. than the featured artist on the tune and it's kind of like i feel like sometimes it takes away but then i'm not going to be on you for if you want to show your body that's your business but i'm just saying you need that balance so you need the antidote would be the lauren hill mm-hmm. or the brat even because the brat was not trying to show no. oh well until like late in her career but like really well she had like she I think she had like a. Uh, what did she untwist her hair or something? Yeah, she had a, she had a short hiatus from uh, the business, and then she came back with a, somewhat of a sexy image. Oh, I, I missed but, that. No, but it wasn't like. But again, it wasn't like. Oh, I'm gonna show off everything. Yeah. Like no, it was like she wanted to show off a bit more femininity because for her first two albums, it was all baggy clothes. <laughs> so, like, are there any kind of like UK kind of like artists that you would rate? A female. Yeah. Uh, the only one I actually know is Steph, isn't it Steph? Steph London. Mm. <laughs> and um, but then again, there have been some decent female um, MCs. Baby Blue, I thought when um, during the like during the rise of Sway, like she was pretty decent. But none of them, they never got a conceited push. By the way, I had a, a, this conversation with Abby a couple of days ago about how many black artists, like Shiesty, for example, mm. remember those people who came up. They uh, had like one or two hits and then mm. completely disappeared. Where's Lady Dynamite? God only knows. Wait, didn't she? No, she did. A, didn't she release a song like about three years? She yeah, she because did. I felt she did a, like um, a dance she, song a couple she years was ago. kind of like one of those ones that was really gonna get somewhere. Yeah, we, I think we then, all did. And then it, I don't know, it just kind of just all disappeared. I but, think we all did. I mean, but um, on the UK scene, but then I like Steph Lon- London. I don't know if it's London or London. Um, I think she's her music's cool. Again, though, I do feel in terms of her look, I'm a bit bored. Mm. She's a beautiful girl, don't get me wrong, but I'm just a bit like, nah, I've seen, seen this. Mm. This is kind of like reminiscent of what the Americans are currently doing. I just wish somebody would come with something just a little bit more interesting. But then maybe because I think because I'm quite into like visuals, mm. um, I probably just need to stop looking. Okay, at this point, 
at, at this point in the world, when it comes to music, again, we're, yeah, talking about the music, we're talking about the music business here. Yeah. Everyone knows sex sells. And no. Exactly. So at this <laughs> point, if you're going to become a female um, star, it's somewhere along the line, it's like almost written into your contract that you've got to show up. But show why? Off. Why? Because again, they feel like it is necessary. I mean, we go back to what I was talking about earlier on with, um, you know, when Nikki came in and there were nobody around. When M came out, we were followed by Bubba Sparks. We were followed by Haystacks. We were followed by a guy named Kane who was on Bad Boy. Mm. We had all these, all of a sudden, we had a bunch of white rappers featuring on. Why? Because artists realized that, oh, white rappers sell. Not knowing that it was more than just a white rapper selling. But it was like, we need to, there's obviously an but audience the, I get, out there. I get what you're saying, but I feel like you can't. Um, compare that to the female rapper situation because history has proven that you don't have to do that. Yes, definitely sex sells. Sex sells anything. Sex can sell bloody toothpaste. Yeah. But you don't have to use that. No, you don't. If have you to. have a talent mm-hmm. um, and the right push, it, the people like you know, like the people we just talked about, like Lauren Hill, Debrat, um, you know, Miss Dynamite. They weren't. I didn't see their you know nipples. I didn't see their bum crack. So for me, it, you don't have to do all of that. No, you don't. The thing is, I don't mind what Nikki does. I'm just saying, can I just have some variety and other people doing different things rather than, okay, a version of this? Because I'll just look at Nikki and see what she does. Can I have someone that's doing something a bit different? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like, they have to be a conscious rapper. Can I just have just some variety? That's what I'm asking. But you're touching on something there because people sometimes argue about the variety in hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop is too linear with the drugs, money, guns, women. No, but okay. I feel like with on the male side, you do have choice. So you can, you do but have. How the, many conscious rappers do you know? Oh, that but if you want it, you can listen to it. There's plenty, and there's yeah, the, but and those guys that make, they're not in the mainstream. No, they are successful. They, well, they don't make as much money. Yeah, as don't they, make as, Let me correct that. You're right. Not as much money. I mean, Chance for the rapper, for example. He's I, got money. He's yeah, not poor. But he's done. He's done his thing indep- independently. But they, having is said he that, really independent? Because I heard that he's not. He's, what do they call it? Uh, <laughs> independent. No, that's not the word. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. He's, but they say that he's backed by, he's secretly backed by like a major record label. Secretly backed by? Uh, I don't yeah. know about secretly backed That's the by. thing. That's what they do. I know he's got sponsors. He's got a lot of sponsorship. Yeah, which is, which is the thing now but, where you don't want to appear to be um, like on a major label. You want to appear independent, but all the marketing and stuff like that is still done by the label. The label still makes their money. Well, nowadays, labels buy, buy um, singles instead of albums yeah. in a lot of cases, instead of artists nowadays, because that's the, how the business has gone, because there's been so many people who flopped yeah. after that, so they'd rather just buy songs. But my point in that sense is, like, they, in my opinion, from where I am, I just feel like labels at this point in time think, it's just the best way to sell. Um, to, to okay, sell we've gone off the topic. My point was, you were saying that you, um, the conscious guys, yeah. like, there's not that much variety in male rap. I'm saying. Oh, no, I know, that's what we're talking about in general rap. I'm saying there, I'm saying there is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are guys that the conscious guys are not making as much money as yeah. like I don't know um, the Migos talking about you know all the drugs or whatever, whatever, and the mm-hmm. money and their blouses. <laughs> That's fine, but I'm talking about on the women, the female side, it's so one note. Yeah, I do agree with that. So that's what I'm saying, like I'm I'm getting a bit bored of this kind of like one note. I just want like the, you know... 
it takes it takes one person to 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 bounce out of that um out of that rut and actually become successful for people if for people to for know people that to, yeah. but the if thing is if something else is is um successful but we've got the people history. will go there but we've got the history though but we've no who wants to take the chance uh okay anyway there's too much money in stake that's the reason why that's, that's how that's how they look at it let's <laughs> so okay just before we move on to our next topic your top three female um rapper mcs come on the reason why i say this because i'm like uh are we talking about rappers or are we talking about actual them? oh whatever okay fine <laughs> Uh, my top three would always be um, the brat, okay. light. MC light. I loved, I loved MC light. Like she was like the first female rapper that I think ever ever yeah. caught my attention. I like third her place. Come on, third place. We've got to wrap this discussion up. Damn it! I gotta give it to Kim. Kim. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a short break. Right, so you're a comic book fan, yeah? Yes. Comic the, book geek? <laughs> Do I you own, read actual comic books? Not anymore, but I did for a long time, yes. Yeah, and then you discovered women. So now, what do you do? You watch you watch the comic book films? I watch the movies, as, you know. So are you, are a, you Marvel a, a or um, DC? DC? I'm like the rest of the world. I'm definitely a Marvel guy. Oh, really? But as a um, comic person, I will say that... Um, actually, no. Actually, no, I might even have to say that. My favourite superhero movie yeah. is a DC, are DC ones, which are uh, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. As, yeah, as but two can stories. they count, though? Yes, because they're still DC. I feel like they're, they're Christian Bale-like movies. They're, they're, they're Christopher Nolan movies, but they're still oh, DC sorry, yeah, movies. They're, they're still movies. Yeah, uh, okay. okay. So yes, they still count. So um, basically, there was a lot of recent discussion mm-hmm. about the upcoming new Marvel um, X Men film. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know. Um, I think X Men was kind of like owned by a Fox. Yeah, it um, was uh, owned. It was uh, it was owned by Marvel. It was sold to Fox in the uh, mid nineties when Marvel was going through some issues. Disney, and now Disney have bought back rights. So one of the things that because of that, fans of the new Marvel film were saying, can they recast Storm? So uh, Storm is play is going to be played by an actress called Alexander Strip. Mm. I've not seen her in anything. Uh, she was in the last X-Men movie. She was in um, Apocalypse. Okay, fine. Did I watch that? No idea. Okay, I think I did. Yeah, I did. That's when they time travel? Nope, that was Days of Future Past. Oh, okay, maybe I didn't watch Apocalypse. Anyway. Storm is one of my favourite characters. I used to watch a cartoon when I was younger. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Now, for those that are fam- familiar with the comics and the cartoon, Storm is a dark-skinned black woman mm. with blonde hair or white well, hair. White hair. Mm. Um, in the movies, a terrible wig. <laughs> <laughs> in the movies, so she's been played by Halle Berry, yep. who's mixed race, and now by Alexandra Ship, who's also mixed race. Mm-hmm. So the fans, or some of the fans, are like, some of the black fans are like, can we have, you know, a storm that is closer to the comic books? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? 
Okay, in a day and age right now where there's all these questions about whitewashing in comic book mm. movies because there was um, uproar about the original Daredevil movie being pl- uh, the Kingpin being played by Michael Clark Duncan instead of a white guy. Mm. Um, the Fantastic Four movie like a couple years ago where a black guy was playing Johnny Storm. Personally, I get this, this. But this is not just about this is this is a this is you know a black woman. Yeah, being played by a black woman, although she's yeah. mixed race. And she's light. I know, but you're coming into a different discussion. And that's what I'm saying. So this is I don't think anyone. I think if it was a case of they got a white woman to play Storm, that's, that's a completely, completely different. different thing. And they would have a complete riot on their hands. Oh, don't worry. I've already had this argument. When, <laughs> but, the, when like, the one I was telling you now, the, when Johnny Storm was cast as by a black guy, um, mm. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I don't know. He played Apollo Creed and the second Creed son. Um, there were people whining and complaining yeah. about that. And I made the point, whenever this discussion came, I made the point to them. But again, this is online, so people don't probably listen. I said, the basis of the movie of the Fantastic Four, the characters, is that they are a family unit. And the fact that he's black, and they explain that with the fact of being ad- of adoption, the fact that he's black does not change the Them narrative the, the narrative of the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four is about family. Okay. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to derail our discussion too yeah. much. So sticking with this so does it, der- does it derail anything by her being like because again what happens here is that you come into this question so do you so okay so you tell me what do you think of the situation i don't think personally from my perspective and again i'm a dark skin black man for those of you who don't know (laughs) (laughs) um it didn't bother me when it was in Halle berry it didn't bother me when it was alexander ship although i thought her acting was a bit sketchy but um it didn't bother me now i understand the reason why it is because as many people have brought forward but can I say, as a black woman, mm-hmm. for everyone that doesn't know, well, they should know by this episode, <laughs> I am black. As a black woman, I think for me, it is an issue because we understand as black women, mm-hmm. there is still a major issue with colorism yep. in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. But to be light and bright, mm-hmm. you, are, you do have a better chance of being pushed forward in the mm-hmm. industry being a dark-skinned black woman, you there's less chances. So where you have a role that is supposed the character is dark-skinned, mm-hmm. and they still don't give it to um, them, and there are dark-skinned actresses. Yes. Then it's it's a slap in the face. Okay, but then this is what I was talking about. You're going into something slightly different because there is an inherent, as you said, there is an inherent problem. I mean, this that. is not about race. This is color. Oh no, no, no. There's an inherent, inherent problem. With yeah. the dark skin and the lighter skin woman. Like yeah. Neil Long brought this up in like the two thousands about how. But I feel like it's a problem that you don't think it's a problem. I didn't think of it as a problem in that one because, as far as I was concerned, I just wanted a black. I wanted a black woman. But you don't have a black woman. You have a mixed woman. I look at her as a black woman, but no, that's but the issue. She's, you're right. She's, she's... I, I, you're right. I've just looked at her like, oh, she's a black woman. Oh, she's mixed race. She is. Oh, okay, cool. But again, that's me just being dismissive of it. Yeah. In that sense, because. As for, again, the only thing I was looking but for. But I was think I think that's sometimes a problem, and I think we discovered it in our earlier discussions when we we're talking about you're not offended because it doesn't affect you. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not dark skin. I'm not dark skin. I'm I'm lighter skinned woman. But it mm-hmm. annoys me because I just think, well, Storm, she's she. This is how she looks. So fine, you got Halle Berry. She's a big name. Mm-hmm. 
So that one, I kind of let it go because it was kind of like, well, at the time, who would be the biggest kind of like black woman in Hollywood? It probably was Halle Berry at that time when the other X-Men films came out. I can't think who else would have been bigger to, to play that role. I guess that's the issue. If you if it was a case of However, someone... However, now, Alexandra Ship is not a household name. No, let's let's not, be she's, honest. She's not. She's absolutely not. So for me, I, you I can't. Just thinking what movie she asked, You can't thinking. use that as the driver because I can understand if she was a big, massive name in 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 Hollywood in the industry. Mm. I can understand. Okay, that's why they were like, yeah, we want to put her in. It's going to help, like you know, um, elevate the film. It's going to help with publicity. But she's not adding in that way. So for me, it again, it was just a case of oh, okay, this is a role for a black person. Okay, we'll get this black person to put in a role. That was it. And I just think that care and attention is just not given. And it was kind of, it's kind of a shame considering that you've got like a film like Black Panther, which is complete opposite. Yeah, because I was going to say there's a lot of black uh, dark-skinned actresses. Exactly. Okay. Um, There's definitely a lot of truth in what you're saying. Mm. And I get... I get that. I mean, but we're talking about an inherent problem in Hollywood, and mm. wasn't it uh, wasn't it Looper recently who had um, Lupita? Sorry, who had Looper? What are you talking about? I'm sorry, Lupita. Sorry, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Um, some respect on her name, yeah, uh, Lupita. Lupita, who um, <laughs> God, what's wrong with me? Uh, who recently had this issue with a magazine who had lightened her skin in the? Uh, well, they they changed her hair. I was just oh yeah. So she had like a little bit of like a, you know, fuzzy afro type and they situation. They, they, they literally edited it out. Okay. Smoothed it out. But then again, maybe it's just, this is what I'm saying. It's like, is there something like a fear in Hollywood or within fashion or, you know, or within that whole entertainment industry of someone being too African-ish? Oh, of course. I think it's and just about this like westernized kind of like standard of beauty and that's what the problem is but i think the reason why i think as black women we get extra angry about situations like this as i keep on saying this is a we know what storm looks like there are pictures mm-hmm. this is her so it's kind of like well why don't you get an actress that looks that personifies that and also because these so roles for dark-skinned black women can be so few and far between mm-hmm. it's even more of a slap in the face and you're like okay this is made for 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 us why are you not giving it yeah no, and it's because right you can you, there's still this kind of like light close the closer you are to whiteness the better yeah it's been a long time stigma that it's, yeah. um, that's been in uh, in entertainment but I think more of this thing needs to be kicked up about it. Yeah. I think, um, I think one of the interesting things was Alexandra Ship's um, comments back. I didn't know about that. What was so it? she kind of was... She basically said that she she considers colorism... She's suffering from colorism against her uh-huh. because of black people raising this issue. Mm-hmm. And I can see you smiling at me. And she was also saying that um, the most racism that she's received is from other black people. Mm-hmm. Now, that might be the case. Yeah. I'm not going to... I don't know her you story. Can't dis- you can't dispute her I, story. I don't know yeah. her. But even her saying that, 
I ain't gonna lie, it kind of got my back up. Because I was like, okay, so you're calling the black people racist. You're talking about colorism against you. Full circle. Not really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, no, 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 no. I mean, that back to our earliest discussion of can yeah. black people be racist? And I kind of felt like it was like, you know, it's equivalent. It's equivalent of when, you know, a white person maybe has a bit of a situation where they felt uncomfortable and they're like, oh, you know, reverse racism. And I'm always like, it doesn't exist. No, no, because racism is racism is racism. No, no, <laughs> as in you're in a position of power, so you are not really experienced racism. So for me, I kind of felt like colorism works in your favor. Mm. So I don't think you can say that you have colorism against you. I get it. She maybe has experienced some kind of like um, um, attack from black people. Mm. I don't know her story. However, to even for her to say that, I felt like this is not helping the situation. All right. But here's the thing, and this is where I have a slight amount of um, sympathy towards her. Okay, and that is the fact is, it's difficult to get roles in general sometimes yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, definitely. So, as far as she's concerned, I've worked so hard to get to this place, and you people are taking it away from me because I, I don't I completely look understand, like yeah. So I can understand her anger, so to speak, at that one. Now, as for the rest of it, racism from black people, I can't attest. I don't, as you said before, we don't know her story. Mm. Okay. But she should be able to recognize the issue that's being brought up as well. Mm. But she doesn't sound, in the way that you've put it there, she doesn't sound like she's sympathetic to the evil. And, and I think, and that's what it, I think it is. I think she, even, she's a black woman, whether she's mixed or what. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I consider her a black woman. But she's still somebody being of a lighter shade. She's still in a position of privilege. And you know what she's doing? I don't think she is recognising that privilege. The only thing I would say is that the responsibility is not on her. She didn't cast herself in that role. She, as you said, there's not that many roles anyway. So I'm not going to begrudge her for, um, for going for it and getting it. But I do think there's a responsibility with her in terms of what she says and understanding that by saying that you're talking about you feel attacked what about the women that don't even get a chance to even audition off the bat straight away so but like i said the responsibility is not on her it's like with the casting directors it's with the studios it's with this whole kind like i say westernized concept of like beauty i just wish that she had maybe thought about her rebuttal and arguments back a bit more and chose her words a bit more carefully because now it's like it's looking like that's your problem (laughs) black people are against me kind Mm -hmm. of thing yeah there's a lot of truth to that i mean like i said it does come back to that whole thing about how she might feel that people are trying to take what she's achieved away from her and granted i can understand the frustration to that but you can't just say that and completely ignore the issue that's at hand or the thing that they're Mm. bringing up because that then you just become part of the problem. Mm. Right. Um, does the, the thing that I was thinking about just then is that does the movie really need Alexander Shipp? Because like I said, in the movie, in the last movie she was in, I don't think she was actually particularly memorable in you any whatsoever anyway. Forgetting like even who's playing Storm, can they at least give Storm her full powers? Because you know what, yeah, I think it was like what what was it like X Men Last Stand where she finally actually started flying. Yep. Storm can fly. 
she can control the weather. Mm-hmm. Like she's, I don't even know what category um, um, X Men she is or mutant or whatever. You know they have she'd the be, She'd be what's referred to as uh, Omega level. She's which high, is like the she's, highest. Yeah. She's up there. She's elemental. So she control if she if you're able to control elements, you'd be what's referred to. In so there she's as an like an A A star. She'd be an oh, A. So I whenever I watch Jake's my film, I'm like, why is why Storm walking around? Why is she walking around? This woman controls the weather. She and that so for me. Do you me, want the slightly scientific reason? For that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want your scientific reason. I just want to. I just watch the cartoons and I seen Storm do a lot more stuff in the cartoons than in the films. Yeah. And and you know, in one of the publicity shots for the new film, Alexandra Ship is holding an umbrella. <laughs> it's like it's Storm. That's ironic. It's Storm. Like she controls the weather. Why is she holding that umbrella? It's supposed to be ironic. Yeah, is it? <laughs> yeah, she's holding this. She's holding. She controls by this. Why she's holding the umbrella? Okay. But the thing is, the whole basis of someone being able to fly, by the way, is the fact that she manipulates wind. Just saying. Well, whatever. Then <laughs> let her let her do that. I'm just saying. You know, Halle Berry was actually pretty mad about the fact that she didn't feel like Stone was used very well in the first two movies. No, because she wasn't. I mean, they didn't even give her a good wig. Yeah. Or, but then again, she didn't supply a good accent. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, we are gonna mad, ke- mad Kenyan. <laughs> Is Storm Kenyan? She's supposed to be. Really, like I did Ken- not know Kenyan that. Background, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so shout out to all the Kenyan listeners, and we'll be right back. So, Nathan, it's now my favourite part of the show. It's highlight of the week. This is normally where I sing a little bit of the jingle. I'm not going to do that because, you know, I'm going to save my vocals. Coming in 2018, I think I'm going to, you know, do something, maybe put a little echo, that kind of thing. So, expect to be where I got it. Yes. (laughs) So, basically, highlight of the week is where we want to um, shine a spotlight on things that we want to draw attention to. It could be things that we've seen, places we've been to, shows we've watched, music we've heard, podcasts we've listened to, anything that your heart desire. So, you're looking at me a little bit puzzled. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, I didn't tell you to prepare a highlight of the week. So, I'm going to go first. Yep. So my highlight of the week is the Netflix um, series, She's Gotta Have It. So based upon the Spike Lee film, written by Spike Lee, the series as well, um, it's about um, uh, the main character is called Nola Darling and her polyamorous, pan, sex positive, artistic lifestyle in Brooklyn. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's basically she's dating these three very different men, open relationship type situation. She's an artist and just and it's got a little bit of gentrification thrown in there, um, um, plastic surgery, um, all kind of like modern stuff and just her like navigating that all. So I watched, I binge watched the whole series. I think it's only like 10 episodes. Okay, so Can I, season. have you seen it? I have not, I haven't seen it. Um, first I'm actually hearing of it actually. Oh, so. okay, I would definitely recommend it. I've watched- Is the, it more of a comedy or more of a drama? It's a dramedy. Okay. 
So <laughs> that's a word. Yeah, apparently now it is. It's, yeah. It's, I, don't worry, I have actually heard that term. It's a mixture. The only thing I would say, I vaguely remember the original film. Have you watched the original? I haven't seen it in years. It's like 97. I vaguely remembered. Obviously, I was way too young. But um, I watched the series kind of like with an open mic because I didn't really remember much about the film. So I was just like, okay, let me just watch the series. And I liked it on the most part. No, I actually enjoyed it. It's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Makes New York look so so beautiful. Um, the main character, Nola Darling, she's gorgeous, like breathtaking. Um, and this the soundtrack, they have like little musical interludes. So good. Reminded me of a lot of good music that I hadn't listened to in a long time. However, in terms of like the story, I was a little bit like, hmm. Uh, but then I feel like I'm not a millennial so mm-hmm. I was thinking like I don't really get things like situationships and stuff like that so for me it's like are you together or you're not together <laughs> so one of the guys is like I'm so sorry um, anyone that's not watched it spoilers oh I'm gonna spoil it for you aren't I uh, yeah, no, I'd say leave it at that because you don't want to okay. end up spoiling it for people I will not spoil it but it- I would just say she's dating three very different guys they sort of know about each other so it's not a secret and it's basically her sex 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 gaze yep mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the word yeah we'll go with it <laughs> <laughs> and just how she like navigates that so i would definitely recommend it so that's my this week's highlight of the week yeah, spoilers out of the box here yeah so i won't spoil it but you know what i will do i'll be really interested from a male perspective did you watch insecure no, I didn't watch it. Oh my god, what do you do? What do you watch? The Defenders? Yeah, I was actually going to search it because since you brought up, um, geez, I was going to bring up uh, Bowlers, which I thought has been awesome this oh, season. Oh, okay. But, um, that's with The Rock, right? That's with The Rock. Okay. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> so is this your highlight of the week? That would be my highlight of the week, okay, actually, fine. because I think Bowlers has been. So I'll go and make a cup of tea. Just finally watched it, and I think it's been awesome. I mean, it's a great, com- it's a great comedy series. Granted, it's if you've ever watched on- Entourage. Uh, no. You ever watched Entourage? No. Okay, it's a bit of a boys' program from what yeah. I Yeah, oh, boys' program. Yeah, because it's a bit, yeah. But it's one of those things. Like, for it's example, got the rock in it, it's and got it's the got rock Denzel Washington's son yeah. in Ballers. Yeah. See, that's what I know. But the funny thing about it is, like, <laughs> it, let, me, let me bring something up to you. Like, um, did you ever watch The Hangover? Yeah, the first one. Okay, just, just that. And did you watch Bridesmaids? Bridesmaids? Oh, yeah, I like Bridesmaids. Now, that's the funny thing. I think, like... I watched Bridesmaids and I didn't get it. Because it's not for you. Exactly. But then again, but you did you watch thing. Girls Trip? Oh no, I haven't even seen. I haven't seen it. See, Girls Trip is definitely. It's funny. It's one of those ones. It's for black women, girls, yeah. but it's for black women. Yeah, I've, so, I've, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah. but I didn't get to see it in the cinema, so I have to put that on my. But list. we're talking about Ballers. How amazing it is! Yeah. No, Ballers, no, Ballers <laughs> has been awesome this year because it actually has brought up. Um, granted, it's a lot. With um, it's it's a program that spends a lot of its time dealing with that the whole macho world of uh, American mm. football, but you realize that these characters, you know, they are more, you know, they are very fallible, fallible characters. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, you've got one guy going through this thing with a concussion issue, which has become a major thing in foot in American football now. Yeah, yeah. And Did even, you ever watch that film Concussion with Will Smith? No, because I heard his accent. 
Did you? Did you? I, I tell the tell the truth, <laughs> tell, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that." So Do, many Nigerians were offended. Yeah, me included. <laughs> I was like, "At least try the accent, guy." You know what? Why don't they just not let him have one? Why don't you just let him just be have an American accent? Because you know what? Nigerians know how to do American accent. Yeah. <laughs> I know your mom. You know my mom. We've they've, yeah. both, they've both pulled off um, American accents. From exactly. Time to time, so. <laughs> But no, I was never going to watch that. And I, I heard it's not actually a bad movie, but it yeah. just that whole thing just turned me off a bit. Okay. But like I said, the um, the whole concussion issue, which apparently people are bringing into football now, like actual soccer football. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's been the question of um, can you get um, early onset dementia from the amount of times you had the ball as a professional? Do they head the ball a lot that much? You'd be surprised over over a case yeah. of I mean, not every player heads it. Yeah. But like for for example, if you're a defender or a striker, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. So the question is, if you have a ball coming down out of the sky and you're bang, you know, you're hitting it, rattling yeah. your brain in your skull, could it be? Could it cause things like uh, concussions? And there was uh, there are things like tackles and stuff like mm. that now in football. No, they've always been in football. You know. So ballers. So, yeah, I'm just saying, it's, just go, it's going to go back to that. But like, it just brings up what I think is a real-world issue that people really should look at, in a sense. And it's very interesting that it was in the mainstream, or granted it's on HBO, but it's a mainstream thing. So mm. it, I'd say props to them for having the, the guts to go ahead and do something like yeah. that. Yeah. On that kind of story. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, so we have reached the end of the show. Thank you so much, Nathan, for coming on. You're welcome. Before we go, please tell the people where they can find you. Um, I've got a Facebook page, um, Unique Pe- Beat DJs, and uh, uh, Mr. M- M- MRB, which is uh, okay. basically where we, me and a couple of guys that I've known for a long time who started out DJing together, we uh, post a couple things, um, like promos for songs, things that we think like songs of the week. Oh, you know, okay. just just something that we do on the side. Well, why don't we get those guys next on the podcast? Actually, we'll I'm, sure they'd actually I'm sure they'd love to do that. Um, you can talk about some of the good music cuts to listen to. Absolutely. Um, but I'm sure they don't want to do that because, quite frankly, we have in the past talked about, yeah, you know, we need to get some of this stuff out there. So it'd, yeah. be nice, it'd be nice for us to do that. Okay, well, we'll put um, links to all your socials in our podcast description. So, as I said, we'll come to the end. You can find um, Colour Out The Box podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, use the hashtag Colour Out The Box. Um, live tweet us, at us. Um, we're always interested to hear your thoughts. You can email colouroutthebox at gmail.com if you want to just send maybe some, um, ask a question, a dilemma, you want advice from me. I don't know why you would, (laughs) but I'll try. (laughs) But yeah, just send us all your queries and concerns. Nothing wrong with a wide opinion from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I give great advice. Um, So yeah, that's how you can find us. And um, yeah, and also don't forget to comment on our SoundCloud and please do rate us on iTunes. Even if you give us one star, we will read out the review. So (laughs) no matter how good or bad, so do go on, rate us on iTunes. And we'll be back again next week.